Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Loverboy said it best. Everybody's working for the weekend. One down, four to go if you're listening live. It is the Grease Pole Podcast, episode 45, coming at you live, as I love to do every Monday, is when new episodes drop on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Tell a friend about the pod if you dig it, if you think it sucks. That's cool, too. <laughs> Follow along on IG at Grease Pole Podcast. And on Twitter, at Greased Pole Pod is where you can find me on all the social mediums. I do not Facebook. I do not Facebook. Um, I have had, there was like a weird thing uh, a couple months ago where like I went to hop on Facebook, which is just a whole other cesspool. And it's like they had like this weird Facebook thing going on where you had to put your password in. And I hadn't put my password in on Facebook in years plural so i was like okay i tried once didn't work and i went well fuck this so i'll just do without facebook man did you experience that as well justin yes uh i ended up changing it because unfortunately you know with deprogrammed and stuff i i'd rather just ditch facebook altogether yeah because my life sadly enough has improved tenfold since like Dude. not looking at the feed mm-hmm. like, i only use messenger yes uh which is still like yeah, i feel like it's too much facebook but you know how sporadically your boy uses <laughs> messenger <laughs> but i mean moving everything I'm, i've been trying to move all the people that i want out of facebook into discord yes please come to the discord everybody because it's more fun in there it is and it's just not a cesspool and abyss of bullshit yes Yes. Like, dude, I, I was, we were talking about this at work today. Like somebody mentioned Facebook. I was like, dude, I haven't been on Facebook in like proper, you know, like we were doing the programmed and everything. Like when the light bulb would go off, fuck idiot check, <laughs> you know, I would hop on the messenger, but I'm talking like comment section timeline. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that probably since January and it feels so good. Yeah. So good. I dipped out. Why are people on there nine times a day? I don't know, man. I was like, doing, I was what doing, are you missing in your life? Like the, the last year, I was doing the hug line every day there. Yeah. And so like I kept checking in just to do that. And that was pretty right. much the only thing I'd do. And then one day somebody did something in the hug line. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to take something positive like the hug line and sully it. Then and ruin it. I'm done. Because we can't have anything nice yeah. in a comment section. So I was like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and not yep. facebook anymore <laughs> yep. easy enough and i mean unfortunately you know i still have to use it for the page and yeah all right that stuff but i don't know that it really generates me all that much traffic anyway to be worth the headache yeah so dude it's wild man like i i've never understood people that 
like married couples. Why are you tagging <laughs> your husband or wife and something on Facebook? Can't you just do this? Hey, look. Yeah. Look at this. I sh- I saw this and thought of you. <laughs> My wife does that to me all the time. Which, for the record, I does him. she tag you? No, no, no. Okay, she, she thank gets you. Up and shows me that's because like, you married intelligently. But I still hate them both. Oh no! Yeah, I don't want your phone shoving my face. But, but it makes sense. You live together. I would prefer that than tagging me on right. Facebook. We're in the same room. It, exactly. Hey, you want to see this real quick? And I'll say yes and play along. Yes. I don't need. I don't need the the red number nine when I hop on the book just to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> I think that's what it is. There was a bunch of times where my wife and I would kind of make fun of that couple. Dude, and they deserve it. You just kind of you tag them in something ridiculous. (laughs) I'll just tag her and be like, hey, here you go. We're in the same room. Look, right. (laughs) Or if she would make the mistake of of replying to something uh, and tagging me or something, I'd be like, Mm. you're right here. I could have just showed. Yeah, you could have just relayed the message (laughs) 10 feet away. (laughs) What is worse? What couple's worse? Tag their spouse in a post on Facebook couple or joint Facebook couple? Joint all day, every day. I think that they and look, tag comment couple is they're annoying. They're awful. Yeah. But that just reeks of we need therapy. (laughs) Yes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But come on. How about again? Why even have this? If you need that, I feel like it shouldn't be a John and Sarah. Yes. Like John and Sarah should probably get a divorce if there needs to be a John and Sarah Facebook. (laughs) You know? Just don't. I mean, or just Sarah uses it and John's name is on it because. Right. Why doesn't just Sarah use it then? That's uh, exactly. Exactly. It's weird. It's a very. I think all these social medias, when people created them, we have hijacked them and nothing gets used for what it gets used for. Now, like Facebook is whatever it's become. I don't even know. Just a political cesspool of people bitching and posting food recipes from last I remember. (laughs) Then again, I got on like I think last time I was on Facebook is when 45 was still in office. I believe so. Uh, So that was what it was. Instagram has become... uh, a lot of models trying to promote their OnlyFans, which is very weird. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not only that. That's not like my rabbit hole, but I've noticed like this is prevalent. Yeah, yeah. I, it, for- I don't want to give you $10 a month for shit I can find better on the internet for free, no. sweetheart. I'm sorry. No offense. Nothing against you. But get that money because somebody's going to pay her. Please, but yes, still. get paid. Not you're not getting my ten dollars a month, yeah. but you'll get enough, I'm sure. I I've also noticed I always feel weird because I only have the Wrestle Pals account. I don't okay. I don't have a personal one anymore. Right or ever, I should say. I do, but I never fuck with it it's, anymore. I, I never I I'm not posting pictures of me or my life. So <laughs> what's the point? Right, right. It's for me. It's I do the Gear Freaks IG and Grease Pole. That's it. So you know i post some wrestling pictures and there you go right <laughs> uh so like sometimes i have to comment as me as mm-hmm. opposed to you know the account right but i'll open it up and i follow a lot of wrestlers because wrestle pals yeah and then it's like all these wrestlers and they're not wearing much and i just i feel bizarre because like <laughs> my wife will look over my shoulder and what you looking at there i was like oh this is just this wrestler <laughs> that i like I mean that's the truth, you know. Right. But, it, I, but optics. Now I feel weird. But optics. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it is. And I, I'm just getting my feet wet. You're more Twitter experienced than me. I'm just getting my feet wet kind of with it. And I'm already figuring out, like I was telling you before we went on the air, like Eagles Twitter mm. is kind of a cesspool, man. Yeah. I, if I you, feel like it's probably not only exclusive to Eagles Twitter. No, not but at all. Most corners of Twitter are cesspools. Like if you get into any of the fandoms. Right. Like wrestling Twitter is the worst I can oh imagine. Oh my god, it's the it is the worst. It's full of uh it's full of championship on the shoulder guy. It's, it, <laughs> it's full of guy guy who cuts promos oh, into the no. mirror guy. No, with a toothbrush as a mic. And he's never gonna be a pro. Like nope. Not very good. Dude's bigger than us combined. Like yeah. <laughs> it's them. And they're just I mean, there's there's white knights in there, and then there's there's oh my god AEW can't do anything right guy and then there's oh my god WWE can't do anything right guy yeah they're all awful everyone's the worst they are all the worst dude yeah the, I ugh. the only thing I can tell tell you uh, for me what I do is I carved my own little corner on uh. Twitter and I mean it used to be a, a pretty active corner now mm. not so much because I I try to spend positive there right but I mean if if you find your own little corner, your own little pocket of right. Twitter. Twitter's fine. Because most of the time, you have to go seek out the garbage. That's why when you don't jump into Eagle's Twitter, it's yeah. like, oh, this is awful. Dude, yeah. But it's like... if you stumble across Eagle's Twitter, like some Eagle stuff, sure, it'll be awful. But yeah. it's not all the awful all in one. It's not, and it's not all bad. Like, I've followed a few guys that it's like, you know, guys and gals, where it's like, okay, here's, like, here's what I'm here for. Let's talk draft. Let's talk whatever. Like, the... I'm never going to be the guy, but here's where I get <clears throat> in this weird dilemma because it seems like Twitter, to maximize your sports Twitter experience, you have to watch games like this the whole time. Yep. I know it's it's uh, an audio audio <laughs> minimum, people, for those no visual, obviously. I was holding <laughs> my phone um, because there is forever, uh, you know, because a lot of Eagles fans are Flyers fans as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hop on, obviously, it's not football season, hop on during the Flyers game, and it's just like, what are you what are you doing? You can send this out during intermission, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, like, if that's the way to, like, maximize your Twitter experience and, like, I'm popular on Twitter now, I'm going to forever stay with 30 followers for the <laughs> pod on Twitter. Because I'm like, I during Eagles games, man, like, I'm not, this thing is the fuck away from me because it becomes a projectile. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I'm not, no, leave me alone during those three hours. So you're trying to tell me that you actually want to watch the game? I know, because I'm a masochist. Well, also. <laughs> but, like, but that's just the thing, and that's the thing that's yeah. wrong with wrestling Twitter, too. They're, they're sitting there thumbing away tweets, like, being trying to be clever about, you know, how awful the thing is that yeah. they are watching. Right. Only sort of. Exactly. Like, how much attention you pay in this thing if you're constantly looking at this damn screen? Yeah. Probably not a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get, okay, we oh, multitask. Like, can you, though, that well? <laughs> Probably not. No. You know what I mean? And it just, it. it's funny because I was watching. Um, God, we sound old. <laughs> it's great. Bro, look, I was sitting here on, this was before Nova came on, on Friday night. I was watching the North Texas-Purdue game, March Madness, which was a blast to watch. Mm. And... You know, they had fans there, of course, or whatever, limited amount. And, you know, when they come back from, like, commercial, they show, hey, here's people here, scenery, mm -hmm. right? And 
every single people they pan to were on their phone. Every one of them. And I rem- I was sitting there thinking, like, just, ugh. You finally got out of your house. I beca- Right. I became Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Just like, ugh, Get off man. my court. Yeah. Like, why are you there? They have limited tickets for this shit now, especially. Mm-hmm. And you go there to. To tweet or Facebook why? or Instagram right. or whatever it is you're doing. Watch the game. It's like important to be seen. Yeah. Like, dude, when I've gone to games, it's like, okay, you, you pull your phone out. I do it exclusively to take pictures because mm-hmm. you want to have, okay, a couple pictures from the game so you can do whatever with them. I'll take a few, typically at the beginning of the game, and that's it. Yeah. It goes away. It's in my pocket. You know, like I just went to my first Phillies game two years ago. I was 30 years old. I don't want to be on my fucking phone. I waited 30 years to go to a Phillies game. Yeah. I'm here. Although at least with baseball, there there's plenty of time where you can pop it out and grab it. You can. Right. With you know baseball. what I mean? Yeah. But like. But college basketball? Yeah. March Madness? Right. There's only two halves. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? And like, you know, the game's about to come back on. Put your phone away. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, with wrestling, it's a little different because, again, I, I'm not phone out guy. Let me tweet. Let me grab every photo possible. I right. Tr- I try to grab a photo of my seat, like where I'm at. Yo. Like, yes. We went to see the pay-per-view in Richmond a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, we're really close. Let me get a. Of course, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, uh, and then you know your favorite wrestler comes out. Oh, yep. Let me get this person. Like yeah, Becky Lynch. Her entrance that that day. I was like, Yo, it's you Becky got Lynch. to right. Uh, and then, you know, maybe a major the stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But, That's a good one too. Is wrestling. But for the most part, it stays in the pocket. It's there. I paid. The right. I paid to be here for this experience. I want. I want it. Yeah. I want the fucking experience. And I want to watch what I paid to go see. Exactly. I want to be entertained and I can I can do this entertainment literally anytime. I can give my thought like if I really wanted to, I could give my thoughts. I could type out a thing. Hey, this is what happened at right. the event I went to see. Yeah. Or I do a wrestling pod. Yes. Hey, I did this, blah blah blah. We saw this. That's it, bro. Hey, there you go. It, it it's microwave society, man. And yeah. that like it I like this nation, baby, dude. Right. You know, and it's like you have this weird, like you said, like I never thought at 32, I turned 33 next month, but I'm like, I never thought I like, I feel like Archie Bunker, dude. (laughs) I mean, minus the racism, you know, but like, fuck, man, the hell is going on in this world? So we're here, though, man. And I wanted to we've talked about this before. We you know, we I, I stop at the Bucks on the way every day because you know we do you know a couple hours of pod every monday night so so the fuel is necessary mm-hmm. and i've always had this theory on hampton virginia for the record kids if you're not 757 local anytime we get anything new they kill it not not they not the business mm-hmm. hampton does because you like you want to go you want to support mm-hmm. but like i'm not these lines are fucking ridiculous. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. But I knew, like, if if that was just me on a Saturday morning, an hour ago, going to that Starbucks, I would have been like, fuck this. I'll just go to Dunkin' or I'll go without. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, like it's, it's a thing. Like, we have to, I feel now, superstitious me, if these cold brews aren't in front of us, all hell's going to break loose. <laughs> Which, you know, of course, is not the case, but it's not. But I'm conscious as well, so. right? Like I'm convinced that's what's going to happen. So, and it's it's the perfect amount to get us through both shows. Mm-hmm. 
just enough for me to have that little bit left for the ride home to where it doesn't taste completely like shit by mm-hmm. about 8, 830. It's perfect. So I'm like, okay, this is great. But man, because you, you know where the Starbucks is. And for the rest, yeah. like we got one late. Yes, we did. We, well, we got, got a Starbucks. The drive-through one super late. Because yes. there's the one like right around the corner from there. But it it it's out of the way. Like it if, is. If you go to that food line, it's there. Like yeah. or when the farm fresh was still there. Yeah, okay, it's still there. It but. does, but I went there once and the cold brews don't hit, man. It feels like they put <laughs> like hand soap in them. And I'm like, this this is not this That's is not what Starbucks. I ordered. That's like it because it's right next to like a Jersey Mike's and a, Yeah. And so like people kind of go there for lunch or whatever. Right, right. So you know, I pull and this one here wraps around the building because the drive through layout is the old KFC. Yeah. Which didn't get a ton of traffic, which is why it's a Starbucks now. Yes. And so... Not a good layout. Oh, dude, the worst. Because you'll have people... Quick sidebar. Before I found out the layout was to wrap around the building, I because I now I go in by the back way. Mm-hmm. Your boy did not do that at first. I went in the Mercury Boulevard, which is the main entrance. Uh-huh. Um, I was that guy one time who went in that entrance... As a girl was pulling around from the backside, I did not know that's where the rest of the line was. So I, I, your boy pulled a dickhead. I sped up a little bit because I'm like, I want to beat her. <laughs> I want to be ahead of this bitch in line, right? Which is totally a cocksucker move, right? It's not a great move. It's horrible. Yeah. And like, I, I know that, but I'm like, I want to beat her. You know, I want to beat Katie or whatever her name is. <laughs> and uh, it was, I mean, she looked exactly like a girl would that would be at Starbucks. So I do that, and she's kind of like honking her horn. She's giving me the what for, and I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I genuinely did not know. So I just casually, like I had the window down and the heater going. I just casually looked over and just went like this, (laughs) you know, middle finger to the sky because I didn't know. And then, you know, I stayed like we went through. It It finished peaceful because I guess she didn't, like, have a piece on her or feel the need. I don't know. So anyway, life goes on. And I ended up detouring the back way one time, and I saw the line. I was like, oh, fuck. And I thought back to this <laughs> chick, and I was like, oh. <laughs> now I feel I kind of wish I could find her in a pile. Hey, my bad. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. Bucks. Yeah, I'll buy you one. I just, I was ignorant. Like, I literally complained. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's also a very Hampton thing to give the bird when you're in the wrong. Yes, it is. It is, dude. And I'm like, it's not. It, it. You know, I drive a fairly common car, but it's the way it's decals and license plate. It's it's easy to spot, though. Mm. So it's not very. I shouldn't be acting that way in my vehicle because <laughs> if somebody spots it, they're very easily going to be able to go back and go, yo, that's the motherfucker. Especially when she was behind me in line for about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've got a, a license plate that references the Super Bowl and all four Philly emblems on my car. There's not a lot of that in Hampton, Virginia, <laughs> so it is what it is. She probably could remember, and if she saw me, she would probably flip me one in return. But I deserve it. So, but anyway, I go. I say that to say I get there today, and the line is wrapped around the building, mm-hmm. and immediately, oh fuck, like okay. But normally, the Monday evening crew can get it. Yeah, they get after it. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll be all right. I'll pull up Pokemon Go. I hope maybe there's some good Pokemon out here. You know, whatever. Make the most of it, right? Who gives a shit? And 
that was not the case. No Pokemon. And they had different people at the window. I was like, oh, so we don't have not a good start. We don't have the A team today. So this and it took a while. So I'm like, fuck. But I'm like, I'm committed. I'm here. It's all good. And, uh, you know, we get around, man. And finally, you know, I'm the car, the car in front of me uh, orders, got the window down because it, it feels good out today. So I could hear woman in front of me order. And we've talked about this off air before, but I feel like this needs to be mentioned on Absolutely. the air. If you're the motherfucker that goes to Starbucks and you add whatever it is, however many shots of something, seven pumps of hazelnut, that's whatever. just ludicrous. That's, firstly, that's just a ludicrous order. It, you're, you're no longer getting the item that you're ordering. No. You're just you're just going way off the reservation. You're, you're now you work there. Yes, you work there now, and you're telling the barista, "I don't like what you do. I'm not okay with what what you guys prepare. I want my own. I want mine. I want my way." So, make your coffee at home. That and dude, my biggest thing is like we said, they have an app. Yeah, you can order ahead of time. Uh-huh. If that's you, if you're that person. Guy or gal, if you have to modify your drink to that degree, order it on the app ahead of time. Yeah. Walk the fuck in there and mm-hmm. pick it up. Because the, really, the drive through should be for, I want this that's on the menu. Like, Boom, as it is. done. Right. Keep it moving. Let's go fast. Let, that's it's it. It's a drive through Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, it, it gets to a point where it's just like, like that, clearly, when you order something like that, it, you're like you're gonna t- it's gonna take more time obviously mm-hmm. and you're now holding like there's you're doubly holding up the line there's 13 cars in this fucking line <laughs> like you're holding everyone up because you had to have yours taste like pomegranate raspberry shit or oh. whatever it is i don't know because whatever I, your preference but do you boo boo but do way. you out of the way right <laughs> i don't care what you do just stay the hell out of my and for that matter everybody else's mm-hmm because this is what we get is a straight up order. Boom, boom, done. Yeah. The only time it's ever been a hold up when I've got these is like, hey, had to change the keg out real quick. Give us a minute. And it's like, ooh, but fresh. Yeah. Cool. Like, I'm not bummed to wait. Yeah. You know? But if you're that person at Starbucks, sincerely, we hate you and you're the worst. I mean, I, and I can't think of any other place where you can go and modify to that degree. I mean, I may have it your way at Burger King, but yeah. I mean, I feel like eventually Burger King is predominant. You got to remember can you the give demo. Me seven pickles. Right. And can I get four strips of bacon instead of two or three? And instead of the one onion ring and the fries, throw in seven. <laughs> and can I get like. I can't decide. Just one squirt of <laughs> ketchup and yeah. mustard. Like, but nah. what, and what's funny is, you know, the demo that works at Burger King. Mm-hmm. They're high school kids. Yeah, man. They're going to either. A quit yeah. if you order something like that because they're gonna go, this isn't worth seven fifty an hour. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Or they're gonna tell you to go fuck off, as Which, as they should. Yeah. No, yeah, they 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 would deserve it. But Starbucks, like, they have to be, they have to be pleasant. Yeah. So that like they're not gonna tell you no. It's like going to Chick Fil A. I'm if you punch in a Chick Fil A employee in the face, they would, my pleasure. Like. <laughs> They wouldn't like they wouldn't swing back at you. They're like robots there, dude. Yeah. They're not even human beings at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they cease to be, they're just sheep that they put out there. And props to them because the robots at Chick-fil-A, 
can knock that line down in a minute. I got to tell you, like I do, I do the DoorDash gimmick, and Chick Fil A is one of the few places that like I really like going because right, they have a, a line wrapped around the building, but they have a system. And they waste no time. It's it's going. Like they constantly. do. I will say that. But I is it a hot take? I feel like it's a hot take to say that Chick Fil A is overrated. I can't. I can't eat hate chicken, so like, <laughs> I, I don't. I can't go there. <laughs> but you know, people do. I I like it. I'm not like I'm not saying it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's there's a pocket of Chick Fil A purists out there oh, yeah. that will die on the hill for that. Oh, Chick Fil A, great. Dude, you ain't never been to a Popeyes, clearly. I'm saying, dude, that like the Popeyes Chick fil A sandwich dilemma, it's not even get out of here with that. <laughs> like, if if you're defending Chick fil A over Popeyes sandwich wise, you, you're wrong, dead wrong. End of story. You're just a purist and you refuse to, like, like I get the customer service at Popeyes is typically the shits. Yeah, not great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, the worst. Yeah, pretty but, much. So I get it, but like you don't have to qu- you don't have to disrespect the meal. No, nah, man. Well, because once you get home, you know what's better? Not Dick Filet. Not not even close. Okay. And so like again to reference the DoorDash, I get to a Popeyes. Yeah. It's always swamped. Yes. And un- unfortunately, and they're the they opposite of Chick Fil A. They're as together. No. So no. Everybody's running around like a chicken with their head <laughs> cut off. But. Don't disrespect the meal. That's it, dude. That food is great. That's it, why it's so it's busy. It's elite. It is. And it. I swear, Popeye's corporate has to, they have to tell their people, go out of your way to be dumb. Just be the worst. Just be shit at your job. Make <laughs> us look stupid because our food, people are going to keep coming back because it's that good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good you do your job. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> But let's be the opposite of Chick-fil-A. Be the exact. If I was their marketers, I would do. We are not Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's up? the motto. Popeyes. Everything except Chick-fil-A. I got a question for you, though. Yes. Before we uh, get to draft stuff. Um, what's worse? Cut in line at Starbucks guy like you did mm-hmm. or uh, way off the reservation order? Oh, Ooh, the pumps guy? Yeah. Okay. This is really going to sound like I'm defending myself. Even <laughs> though I just said five minutes ago I was a piece of shit for that, and I wish I could find uh, Samantha or whatever her name was. Just pick a white girl name and apply it. It's probably what her name hey, was. Coral. <laughs> you know? Fucking. It, okay. I would never. That is not. And I. You know me well. I've got I do have an abrasive personality at times, but I would never do that intentionally. Right. I just it was like, okay, this is the way like I this was also like the second time I think I had ever been to that Starbucks. Like, it was still new new at that mm-hmm. point. Um so I didn't know. That's why I did it. I would never do that in a million years. I can say that I've gotten behind the douchebags that modify the order enough that if I were to ever be like, you know what? I think I want to try a cold brew with raspberry jizz and sweet foam and crushed ice and maybe a little whatever. Like, I would be like, I'll just go inside. <laughs> yeah, right? I'll just go inside. Like, it clearly, I'm going to, it's not going to kill me after I drink this to have gotten those. 12 steps in 
you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm doing myself a favor by at least working off, you know, 2.3 of the calories I just consumed. You know? I'm going to go ahead and say that modification guy is worse. Thanks, man. You, st- you rode with me. Because seriously, <laughs> like, modification guy <clears throat> is holding up everything everybody and they're a plague at starbucks dude like yeah. it's not just like once or twice they're everywhere yeah. man whereas cut and line guy is typically speaking unless yeah cut and line guy is also let's modify guy yeah then you can get the fuck out yeah you no don't, you don't get this drinks anymore dude get out. if you get if if cut in line guy modifies his drink to hold you up you have carte blanche to take whatever blunt object you've got in your car, get out of your car in the drive-thru and Grand Theft Auto the shit out of that motherfucker. That's right. And nobody should be able to do anything to you legally. All you have to do is say, this guy cut in front of me and modified his order. Right. Oh, okay. All right, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Not, dude, like I, it, th- like I was texting a buddy of mine, shout out to my guy Ballard down in Asheville, North Carolina, and like... We were talking, it's like, it's the same thing there. He deals with it. He's like, I get the same thing every day. Easy, basic. I'm like, yeah, me too. Trent Vanilla Sweet Cream Cold Brew. Boom, done. I don't even have to think when I order it anymore. Yeah. It's just how many am I going to get? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it, like, that's it. Like, it's simple, easy to the point. Like, is that all? Yeah. The fuck mm-hmm. else do I want? Yeah. I want to pay nine bucks for a grilled cheese. I have thought about it though, because your boy loves a grilled cheese and I've seen them on the menu and I'm like, I bet you they're elite they probably are because i guarantee you they get top-notch bread and cheese oh for sure dude but it's grilled cheese from starbucks man get the fuck out well dude right and i'm like i refuse like i can get some mileage out of a cold brew it's a fuel i like i can't justify and like starbucks is pulling it they're slowly creeping their prices up like everybody else is so Mm -hmm. i'm like which it doesn't bother me. Like, one of these used to be, it's weird because the price varies by, like, there's one out in Yorktown I'll hit sometimes, and mm-hmm. they're cheaper there. They've gone up from 505 a piece to, like, 570 something now. Whatever, who cares? That's not that big a deal. But um, I forgot where I was going with that point. <laughs> That's the thing that just happened live. Well? <laughs> well, we were talking prices going up. Well? Son of, oh, that's what I was going to say. I get more. This I could justify mileage, more. Yeah. It, it versus, like, I'm not going to spend more on a grilled cheese than I do this. That's egregious. Like, I can make, you know, I can do at home. Make a milk. A I cheese. can make several grilled cheese, mm-hmm. and they'll be. I'll be just as fine with them. Yeah. Can't necessarily. I mean, you could. You could make this, but it wouldn't be at the same level. You got a lot of cleanup involved, too, though. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a convenience thing. You suck it down, and you just fling it all in the trash, and you're good. You're good to go. Done. Side note, how do you like your grilled cheese? Because I go, like, if I'm a steak burger, medium rare to rare all day, every day. Rip his horns off, wipe his shitty ass, 60 seconds each side, I'm good. Grilled cheese, borderline black burnt for Mm -hmm. me. Crispy AF and... Not only do you have ketchup handy, you put chips on top of it. All right, so I'll try this ketchup thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you the gross because <laughs> my immediate reaction is to go gross. <laughs> but the, if, especially if you're going black, I can understand where the ketchup oh, might come dude, in handy. The crunch, yeah, the crunch of the grilled cheese, and then you put the chips on top. I'll go Amazing. with you on this one. I, Amazing. I, I like doing that. Uh, shoot. I can't remember. There was a, a seasoning I used to use 
there crushed red pepper was one of them but like okay you uh, you butter the bread yeah and then put some seasoning on that jank blam and then go was it old bay <laughs> it wasn't but i bet you that's good old bay side note that is the that's the that's the jack of all trades or the jackknife of like you would put that shit on anything. That's a top tier. Oh, it's so good, dude. Spice, I guess. <laughs> it's great, man. Back in the dark days when your boy was like poor, like that was my, that was my. There were there were nights where that was a like they have those Lipton noodles you can buy mm-hmm. for like a dollar and shit. <laughs> the butter ones, I'd buy those and I'd throw them in a pan. I'd cook them and I would throw some Old Bay in there. That's something you gotta. And it was solid, dude. Yep. Yeah, man. I, the ketchup, if we're going grilled cheese, though, the ketchup is not a necessity. Um, I could do it without it. Mm-hmm. The chips put it over the top, though, I'm telling you. Were you ever like a chips on your sandwich oh, like yeah. in school, dude? Yep. The chips the chips on the chicken sandwich in school yes, was the best. Because those chicken sandwiches, they served them motherfuckers every day. Yeah. Every day. You had like at least it. Shout out KHS, Gerard Mayo's alumni, where I went to school at Home of the Warriors, kicked in high here in the 757. You had like the main the main dish lines, if you can call it that, in a, <laughs> in a high school cafeteria. And you had like the far lines on either side were like where they served the same shit every day. And mm-hmm. one of them was a chicken sandwich line, which was a, like it was a steadfast in your boys like <laughs> – Okay, I'll do it, you know, and you buy the chips and you put it. Eventually, though, you had, like, the chips became necessary because you got so fed up with eating the same shit. You were just like, okay, you want to talk about hate eating chicken, bro? (laughs) 15 years ago, a lot of hate eating chicken sandwiches, just cussing at myself inside (laughs) going, try something different, you motherfucker. But see, for me, I, I went to Hampton High. And I came from a small town in New York, right? In middle school, and so I c- come from a small town to a city. Yeah, and there's like four or five lines, however many at Hampton High. And I'm yeah, like, dude. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Crippling anxiety. Yeah, my entire freshman year, I don't think I ate lunch once. Really? Yeah, I would just I'd find a dollar from somewhere, get like the famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. Hightail yes. to the hallway. <laughs> Those people, though, you guys were smart because you didn't wait in the line. And it was different than, like, you had to be, like, if you spent 20 minutes waiting in line for lunch, you, like. Your lunch is about done. Yeah. It's over. And they're not, your next class doesn't care. <laughs> no. You know? So, like, you had to go, which was, I think, where I probably learned to eat, like, at a vacuum cleaner shop vac speed. But, you know. Those people were the ones that would go get in and get the fuck out and like go be out in the hallway ready to go. So I was jealous of those people, man. Cause I even me, leave it to me to make school lunch like a fucking nine course meal. <laughs> like when I found out you could pay a dollar or two more a day and they'd give you an extra sandwich <laughs> or double fries, I could get another milk. Bro. Over. Game changer. I'm the Probably only the worst the game changer. dude. Yeah. Like I had to be the only motherfucker that was spending like five, six bucks a day on school cafeteria lunch in 2004. Okay. Like, and I fucking wonder why, you know, and I don't even remember how I found this out, but like I ended up being like really cool with the lunch lady who worked the register and she would like, 
uh she like i don't know if she like thought it was cute or whatever the fuck i don't know but it was like because i always was like a, a chocolate or a strawberry milk guy and so i would always do that and like i would always get two because gross and she would occasionally like if i racked up too high a tab like i think she kind of felt bad for me was like you can have that one today sweetie i'll just charge you for one i was like oh you're so sweet yeah you're so sweet you saved my life a 32 year old me is gonna fucking thank you you know but it was it was egregious but that was a game changer when you found out you could get double fries and all kind of other stuff so we have tomorrow for the people we've got the round of 32 reveal dropping on the pod tomorrow for gear freaks yes yes and there is a lot of fun matchups out there um the the, we did the the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 this week on uh, IG, Twitter. Again, follow us there on IG and Twitter at Gear Freaks Pod. You can also hit us up on either of those, and we'll get you in the Discord, get you sweater discounts and the whole nine. Jersey discounts, whatever it is, we're about to put another order in. So yes. if you hear this this week and you want some, uh, you know, you want a jersey hookup, holler at your boys, we'll get you in the Discord. Um. I don't want to spoil anything, but our final four has me really I'm 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 equal parts upset and equal parts this is fucking dope. It's insane. It I mean we'll get more into it with Clark tonight. Yep. So well, it doesn't really matter because we're not gonna be able to get this out in time. <laughs> right, right. But at the end of the day, you can, you know, if if you want to know what the final four is and get your vote in before we do the final four episode next week, hit us up at Gear Freaks Pod on IG, on Twitter. Uh shoot us a message, shoot us a DM, slide in the DMs, as they say, and we'll get you in the Discord and it'll be a good time. You can stay up till twelve fifteen AM and yell at us about the brackets and sweaters and all that good stuff. Let's talk gear. Now a little bit of birds before we get out of here. Um, hit the draft sound for me, Justin, if you could. We talked about Kyle Pitts, or excuse me, his Eagles Twitter. We talked about Eagles Twitter, and when I started perusing into Eagles Twitter. Don't mind me, i got to do it again. Nope, do your thing, bro. I, I could hear that sound, yes. I could hear that sound 70 fucking three times and be happy every single time. It makes me happy. Um, as I kind of dipped my toe into the waters that is eagles twitter about a month ago when i created the account for the pod one of the things one of the sentiments i saw was you know oh well six overall pick is a little too high for a tight end again like we said you know we've talked about kyle pitts ever since he's more into tight end people and the more it's just funny because the more and more i see people must have people in march must just be finding out who kyle pitts is and coming around to the idea, because some of these people who a month ago thought that Kyle Pitts at six was an egregious pick and we should take pitchforks to Howie Roseman. Look, I'm here to tell you, if, if Howie Roseman writes Kyle Pitts' name down at number six, I'm actually I, it's a damn good pick. It's a damn good pick for reasons we've discussed before. But I just that that little uh, that little, you know, 180 uh from eagles twitter i found funny there's a lot of steam picking up now for kyle pitts at six when a month ago it was man we've already got dallas goddard we might still have zach Ertz if we don't trade him yada yada as if double tight end sets aren't a thing in 2021 so i just think it's funny the about face everybody's doing not everybody i don't mean to say everybody but it, it, enough people to where i've noticed because i'm not living my life on twitter unlike some people but you know when you're on there follow at uh, grease pole pod and at gear freaks pod as well um I just found that very uh 
Very funny. It's just very 2021. Whatever whatever is in the moment, let's say. Uh, six is not too early for a tight end, kids, uh, especially one of Kyle Pitts' caliber, so there's that. Um, free agency happened, and it's funny because as we talk about Eagles Twitter, one of the things that happened is like there's just – I see people up there bitching about <laughs> two days go by, hey, you know, nothing's going on. Look, what the fuck did you expect, given the cap situation? What did you expect to happen? What did you expect to come out from free agency, given the cap hell this team is in? Honestly, what did you expect, right? If you're paying attention, it you knew this was coming. You literally knew this was coming. And again, you've got to know it kills Howie Roseman to be quiet in free agency because Howie Roseman, because he probably has a tiny penis, loves to make huge moves in free agency. He loves to have his name out there so that people can talk about the move that he just made. That's what he does. That's his MO. Darius Slay last year. Right? This is what he does. So to be sitting back, you know, handcuffed with this cap situation that he created, by the way, it's got to kill him. That's when those Deshaun Watson rumors started coming out. You know, and again, hopefully – I don't think there was much of that anyway, but I hope even Howie's smart enough to not trade for a guy, trade a farm for a guy that has all the shit that Deshaun Watson has coming out on him now. For the love of God, if you're going to give the franchise away, don't give it away for a dude that's, you know, being a perv in massage parlors. But uh, Howie Roseman did, you know, we're meeting with Dory Jackson tonight. That would be a nice sign. And the Giants, I think, are going to be the – they're probably going to lock him up, though. They've got – you know, their cap situation is better than ours. Who the hell isn't? Uh, but we did swing Anthony Harris, safety of Minnesota, former safety of the Minnesota Vikings, for a one-year $5 million deal. Look, this is a bargain for Anthony Harris, okay? If you haven't heard of Anthony Harris, you know, you probably aren't locked in that much outside of fantasy football because this guy is for, you know, especially for what he was, he was an undrafted free agent uh, out of the University of Virginia, I believe in 2015 or 2016. But Todd McShay had him ranked as the best undrafted free, the best free agent uh, available after the draft that year. And all this dude's done ever since is balled out. He uh, he was he finished the the year in 2019 tied for the league lead in interceptions. He played on the franchise tag under Minnesota last year, so they trusted him enough to pay him that much money for one year. And you know here we are with him on a one year five year deal. I think that is that is an absolute bargain for a player of Harris's caliber now. And you have to look at, and again, I thought safety was a huge priority for the Birds coming into the draft, right? And I still think it needs to be addressed. You still need some depth there because Rodney McLeod is in his last year of his contract and he had his ACL tear uh, at the end of the year in December, right? But this year, when you look at Anthony Harris, what he brings to the table when Rodney McLeod comes back healthy, these dudes both can tackle. They're both willing tacklers, right? And that's something this secondary hasn't had in a long time on the back end. You see Jalen Mills, uh, guys like that. Again, Rodney McLeod is able to, but he didn't have a partner back there that, you know, when Jalen Mills this past year that was willing to do the dirty work with him. You know, Malcolm Jenkins was during the Super Bowl run, but, you know, you get exposed when you have a weak link back there like Jalen Mills was, who is now in New England. Bill Belichick have fun with the finger wag, you know, but I think Anthony Harris, Rodney McLeod, when they come back, their ability to cover, their ability to tackle, come up, make noise, 
I, I like that tandem a lot. You know, again, there's no telling whether or not Anthony Harris is going to stay here past this year or not. But for a one-year pickup, man, $5 million, that's an absolute steal by Howie Roseman. I don't have a ton of faith in him, neither do you. But hats off, credit due. you got to give credit where it's due. That's a hell of a pickup. And you got to remember, too, Kayvon Wallace, fourth-round pick last year, safety out of Clemson. I look for him to take a huge step up this year. He doesn't have a choice, right? Because, again, Rodney McLeod's going to be out for the majority of the year. So I, if I'm projecting, I would think that's probably who you're going to have opposite Anthony Harris, I would guess. And I like those two back there. Again, if you're Kayvon Wallace, you know, you had nice tape coming out. You were one of the favorite picks of this fan base. You know, I like the guy a lot. I like his game, and I think eventually you've got to see him out there in a more prominent role. Let him get his foot feet underneath him. Let him learn at an NFL level. He played at the highest level there was at the college football level. Let him let him get reps in. That's the only way guys get better. And I think Kayvon Wallace could be a difference maker long term for this team. And I think being next to Anthony Harris is going to be a huge help. I'm going to say this before we get out of here. I'm going to do my best to never say the name Carson Wentz again after this episode. And this goes back to the Eagles Twitter and the cesspool and things of that nature. So Carson Wentz goes on the Pat McAfee show. uh, And McAfee's great, right? But that, that interview is the most personality I've seen out of Carson his entire tenure here. His entire tenure here. He, I mean, he was like a dude. He was just like a guy. He wasn't a robot. He didn't seem any sort of way. Giants just signed a Dory Jackson, so that's off the table. Um. Anyway, back to Carson. He seemed freed in a way, spiritually, to be himself. He seemed relaxed. And, again, McAfee has a, a, a great way of interviewing just his personality. He gets the most out of anybody he has across from. It doesn't matter who. So a lot of the credit here goes to McAfee as well but Carson seemed like a different person so at the end of the day what every Eagles fan needs to do is accept the fact that this fucking guy just wanted to get the hell out of here for whatever reason we've talked on this pod before any Eagles fan Eagles Twitter the whole nine you know if you're an Eagles fan at dinner with your family whatever you've probably discussed the Carson Wentz thing ad nauseum at this point at this point all it is when you talk about Carson Wentz is you're the scorned spouse who's bummed out that you walked in on your husband or wife with another man or woman or you found out about something or whatever the case may be, this person looks at you and says, well, I don't want to be with you anymore. And it sucks and it stings and it's a bummer. And they leave and they go elsewhere. And now you have to see that person with another person and they're happier than they were with you and it's a motherfucker. It sucks because you know at your best with that person, what you could have been. Had everything worked the right way, had everything gone the right way, you could have set the world on fire, but you didn't. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, and that's the way that's the way it happened here with Carson Wentz in the city of Philly, right, with the birds. He's gone. He didn't want to be here anymore. It could have been great. It could have been great. He, could have, he should have rewritten the entire record book for the quarterback position within this franchise. We all thought we had a five to seven to possibly 10 year Super Bowl window with this dude. Guess what? We don't. Not anymore. You know, and it kind of sucks at the end of the day, right? 
And he said some stuff since that it's like, okay, motherfucker, when you guys come to the link, I'm going to do everything I can. I'll not pay my mortgage to get up there to get to a game to boo your ass with 70,000 other Eagles fans, hopefully. But at the end of the day, he wanted to be gone. There's not a damn thing we could do about it. It's done. It is what it is. It's best for everybody if we just move on. You know, at the end of the day, it bothers him more probably if you just forget about his ass anyway. Keep his name out of your mouth. Keep him off your Twitter feed. Let it go. Let it go. He's a cult now. Let him go be happy with Frank Reich, and they hold hands, and they trot around. And that's what makes it worse is that it's Frank Reich, right? Because it's not just that your husband or your wife left you for somebody else. It's for that they left you for their best, for your best friend. That's what it is. But again, at the end of the day, it sucks, but you have no choice but to move on. And that's what we got to do because I am just sick and tired of seeing this guy's name. I've got fatigue. I don't give a damn what number he's wearing with the Colts. I do not give a shit. I do not care. Stay healthy for 75% of the year. Suck enough to get as low a draft pick as possible, but don't have them pull you and don't get hurt. That's where I'm at is how it affects me going forward. Other than that, I'm done. I'm moving on. Hurts is the guy as far as I'm concerned, unless Howie ruins that, you know, April 29th on draft night. That's that's left to be seen. But in the meantime, fuck Carson Wentz. He ain't here no more. He wanted out of here. The hell with him. He's moved on. You should too. What are your thoughts? Give me a holler at Grease Pole Podcast Keep on IG. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I almost forgot about that. Hey. You know what it was? Because we talked, we had moved on from food. Yep. So we had talked, you know, Starbucks etiquette, grilled cheese, a proper grilled cheese, yes. stuff like that. So I like, okay, I'm glad. I'm on it. You got, that's the, that's Mariano Rivera with the save there. <laughs> with the save. We should cue Enter Sandman if we didn't have to pay the rights for it. Uh-huh. Uh, at Grease Pole Podcast on IG, at Grease Pole Pod. On Twitter is where you can find me. Subscribe, rate, review. Five stars if you think it rocks. One if you think it sucks. The whole nine. You know the deal. Share it with a link or share the link with your friend if you think it sucks. Blah, blah, blah. I've talked too much into a microphone now. And I'm running out of gas, so there's that. No more Carson Wentz, kids. I'll see you next week. As always, go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.